Hello everyone, welcome to another episode of the Longkang Kiddies with John Wang, your most handsome non-PMD rider ever on the face of the planet. Today we are joined by NG Premenstrual Destruction Neo. <laughs> what? That's just not funny, John. And then uh, we have Dan. We have Dan permanently mutated Dick Wong. I'm, I'm I'm trying to go to the doctors to get it solved, but they they just don't want to see me. So you two are the real PMDs in this episode. <laughs> what about sure. my friend Matumbo? Yeah, yeah. Can we, can we, Matumbo? All, the, all the way from Nigeria. Can you, can you come here for a bit? Can you come here for a bit? This is a podcast. You know what a podcast? El- hello. Hello. Hello, Dan. Hello, Angie. And Hi. hello, Jean. My Matum- name is a Matumbo. Matumbo. I only have one question for you. Yes, sir. Do you know the way? <laughs> <laughs> I know the way. I know the way. I know the way all the time. So I come from Nigeria and they, I ride, I ride my bicycle to work. I ride five kilometers. And one day, one day I discovered a vehicle, a vehicle that runs on the power of lightning. I heard that Singapore has, I heard that Singapore is the place where you find these vehicles. I am right now. It is a paradise I have heard. It is not the lightning. It is the power of the gods. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. I know this, I know this. We have many gods. It's the black magic. <laughs> Fucking voodoo magic, man. <laughs> okay, 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 Matumo, you can, you can fuck off for a bit. Okay, sit down, sit down over here. We'll, we'll, we'll ask you for opinions later, but today we're introducing this, uh, this topic that has been uh, very near and dear to the hearts of some of the Long Kong kitties, I guess. Indeed, not indeed. mine, but uh, I think you're talking about me. But okay, no, it's me, not all about you, me, John. It's not me, always about you. Let me clarify something though. As much as I fucking hate PMDs, right? I I mean I hate them so much that I created a magical moment where I wanted PMD riders to go to hell and have their groins rammed repeatedly by PMDs over and over again for the rest of eternity. That's that's how much I hate these fucking guys. But that being said. Holy shit. The government overreach in this in this particular case is just insane. It it reeks of incompetence, I must say. Very similar to how Corbun once said that the LRT was a mistake in hindsight. Yeah, and I think like the I, the the biggest problem here is how the government has kind of flip-flopped on their stance on PMDs because we've got like um, several revisions to rules and laws right all the way dating back to 2016 uh, and then when they enforced the ban it was almost o- overnight right the the time frame that they given it was very very short but it's not really say like there was no warning up to that point uh. I mean the Singapore government has been trying to legislate the whole fucking thing for a while now but it definitely feels very heavy-handed in the implementation where it's just like, okay, I think it's the 3rd of November, they announced it, then on the 5th of November, on the 5th of November, mm, the ban came it's banned. Like, yeah. fuck it. You, no, and, but the, the thing is, like, first they say that, you know, we have to reduce the speed limit for the PMDs, which I, I agree with. And, and then they are like, okay, all PMDs must meet fire safety standards by 2021. Um, and then people went to go and change their PMDs, uh, especially for those who are doing food delivery. And now, after you've, like, you know, spent all this money changing and whatnot, like, mm. they suddenly tell you, hey, fuck you, <laughs> you can't, you, you can't use it on food paths anymore. Like, it feels and there's no alternative plan in place, you know, yeah. like, 
yeah. apart from like maybe using bicycle tracks or or going on the road lah. I guess can you even use it on the road? Uh, no, on no, the PM, the PMBs. Yeah, you can't. No, right? you can't. You can't. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So there's no pretty much nowhere for them. It's just the bicycle tracks, and then now they are they are coming out with a new a new rule, right? Saying that you have to go through some theory test before you can even use it on the bicycle tracks. Oh my goodness! <laughs> what what one of my favorite like <laughs> loophole that was exploited was that there was no there's no law against riding on top of the shelter. <laughs> oh no no no! There is a law against that. <laughs> the guy has been arrested. <laughs> Is there a specific law that says please do not write your PMDs on? You guys know how dangerous that is. Oh my goodness, he could have easily killed himself. He could have easily killed people. And you know, on top of all these uh, shelters, right? There's this very sharp uh, lightning rod. You guys noticed uh-huh, it before? Yeah, yeah. Imagine yep. you impale yourself on that. Oh my goodness! But you just impale yourself. So all I want to know is how the fuck do you get up there? <laughs> yeah, it's amazing, eh? I, and I love it. I, it's like, can you call I, that? A, I got a, a feeling, right? It's those. Multi-story car park. Yeah. Then he probably jumped oh, down yes. from like the second, <laughs> like the two A or two B, you know, level, yeah, you know, those yeah, yeah, right. mezzanine levels. Correct. But like, what I'm really curious to know is whether or not like this is an act of civil disobedience, or does he, or or, or did the purpose person really was like, oh shit, I really don't know how to how to ride my BMD. So well, I guess I'll go on top of a shelter. <laughs> this is worrying also because as the four G leadership takes over. Or is it the 5G? The 4G leadership takes over. Like, I feel like the PMD issue is a very easy to solve issue. It's you know a, I, mean? I feel like it's very symptomatic of the way that they, they run the country, they are going yeah, to run handle the country. Problems. Yeah. Which is like very stopgap and like not thought out properly. Okay, wait, 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 shit, shit. I, I need to, <laughs> I need to rage now. I need to fucking rage. <laughs> okay. Here's why I fucking absolutely despise above okay. all else. Uh-huh. Politicizing okay. issues, is it? You can be, you you can hate you can be for the ban. That's okay. That's your opinion. You can be against the ban, which is me, my camp. But if you're one of those in in the in between fucks, right? It, it's it's fine if we ban it as long as the, the government is giving man, giving them back some money, right? Some buyback scheme, right? Seven million dollars set aside. I tell you, you ask any one of these guys, how much are you willing to put into a a, a trust account? To distribute to all these PMD riders who are affected, guess how much they'll say? How how much are you, how much are they willing to spend? I guarantee fucking to you is zero. Okay, I guarantee fucking to you is zero. Every one of them, they're so willing to spend the government's money. You ask them to put money on the table, they're not gonna fucking do it. So if you're one of those people, check yourself, man. Check your fucking self. Oh, okay, you're talking specifically about people who want the government to give out money to these affected PMD riders. But don't want to put out their own money, is it? I, yes. Uh, exactly. Well, I mean, technically, it's their money as well. Maybe <laughs> you're using government money. But I'm, I'm I think, sure they know that, right? I'm sure they know it's their money as well. Right? Yeah, I mean, but I guess you just don't feel the pinch. La. But but the thing is here that I am like a bit like WTF about is the fact that, honestly, if you went about trying to control this in a smarter way, then you don't have to create all this waste of PMBs. Yeah. And you don't have to create all this waste of money. And you wouldn't be affecting so many people's jobs overnight. Hmm. You know, hmm. and I think that's a that's the most unfair part of it. And which is why like a lot of people who are doing delivery with their PMDs, they have kind of gone for like MP meetings and, and all that kind of stuff to try to redress uh this I would call injustice la. Hmm. Also I'm sure that you know, with careful thought and with you know consulting all, all the veteran architects 
uh, like taking soon and all that, you mm. can find cost-effective ways to create infrastructure for PMD riders. So, okay, you cannot ride on the road, you cannot ride on a footpath. Mm-hmm. How, how do we create the infrastructure for PMD riders to ride on a PMD-only path? You know, is it, is it how much money does it require? What's the most elegant and effective solution? All right, give us a second. We have uh, Mr. Brad Boyer calling in. Holy shit. That's... Mr. Boyer, you, you are on the air uh, with, you're in the conference call, sorry, I should say, with uh, Dan Wong, you remember him? Greetings. Yep. And then we have Angie. <laughs> Hello. Hi there. Uh, something really interesting happened to you. Since we had since, our yeah. interview, right? <laughs> since our interview. Yep. Yes, it's, uh, yes, I, I became the, uh, the first uh, target, should we say, of the new, the new Pofma law, which was, I don't know, I guess a dubious honor to have, but I have it now. <laughs> You know, Angie was the one who pointed this out to me. Maybe, Angie, you, I think you'll say better yourself. <laughs> Do, you want to? Do you remember during our interview and we were talking about POFMA and your, and we came to very different conclusions on, on how POFMA was going to be used and you said that you think that POFMA is probably going to be used externally and not internally? Yeah, initially. Um, and I didn't think they would go down this route. And I mean, apart from the, the go against me, obviously, then their immediate thing after that was Alex Tan in Australia. And yeah. then straight to Facebook and then Google. So I think they were more looking at um, seeing what they can do to control the external side. Yeah. But yeah, why they used it on me, I don't think it was very smart because it's opened up all sorts of cans of worms and conversations that maybe they didn't really want to open up. Do you want to just uh, briefly explain to the audience what's going on regarding the POFMA case level again too? Okay, so I wrote a post in response to uh, Chen Chun Singh's announcement saying that uh, the PAP needs to be returned with a, with a really big vote, otherwise confidence will be shaken and foreign investment will leave and Singapore will collapse. I mean, the normal boom saying they do every election cycle. And my whole article actually talked about how badly they're actually doing and they're doing good enough on their own to drive everyone away. And that's what we should be looking at. Within there, there was only three points they looked at. So they didn't pick up the fact that they lost a billion dollars on Bayer. They didn't pick up all of their failed government policies and CISA or whatever. They only picked on points related to Tamasek and their related companies. So my guess is that that's a sore spot for them. And they didn't do it properly because they didn't say I had any statement of fact. What they said was... Brad Boyer implies this and implies that. So if I imply something, that's an opinion. That's not a statement of fact, which is not what the law is for. So it was badly chosen, badly written, and on one sore topic, missing the whole point of the whole article, which was the government's incompetence is what would drive people away, and missing bigger points where they lost more money or made worse decisions. So yeah, it just it was quite a confusing choice to use me as the first target. You've well, had to uh, kind of retract your statements, right? And then issue an apology? The, nope, like the uh, correction not notice, I mean? All I had to do was on the top of the original article, write this, sta- this article contains false statements of fact and linked to the government's factually site where they put their version of the truth. That's all I had to do. And then I clarified that in an email afterward, uh, in a post afterwards, that this is what I'd done. And then, obviously, when people were talking about the points, I then did a further follow-up where I went point by point because they only picked on 
three things, yet their reply is like 15 line, 15 different items, half of which are totally irrelevant, uh, and it's just waffle on their part. So I put my point by point of, no, I didn't say this, no, I didn't say that. It's interesting that you said this. This is useful information, but not relevant, all of that kind of stuff. I never had to say to anyone I was wrong, and I've never said I was wrong. I've said I'm happy to follow the law. I'm happy to put both sides of the argument up there um, and let the people decide for themselves who's saying the truth as they define it or not. So let me get this straight out. Let me just sort of summarize it. You mentioned something about how the government might be incompetent in some area with regards to the investment of certain portfolios. And then the government turns around, slaps you with a POFMA, saying that you have declared something untruthful. And the only way to rectify this truth is a government website that declares what the truth is. Is that, is that roughly the correct summary? Yeah, I mean, basically, my, my article had a range of things in it. They picked on a couple of them. And yeah, what they wanted was, just at the top, it says, correction notice, this post contains full statements of fact. For the correct facts, click here, www.gov.sg, yada, yada. And then you go there. As I say, they picked three things out of the entire article. They missed the entire point of the article, you know, which is, you know, what I'm saying is take, a time, take the time to look at their track record, um, you know, and see who's really going to likely to drive investors away. Um, and and that, that was it. Um, what was interesting to me, though, was uh, Facebook's response when they attacked uh, or they went after... Alex at the States Times, because I mean, most people in Singapore know that the States Times is like a parody site at best and a, and a rant with all sorts of a little bit of the truth and then a whole load of made up stuff after that. And most people don't take it seriously. But those overseas don't know that. And because this was the first use of POFMA, this blew up around the world. So, I mean, I've, I've done interviews with the BBC, CNN, Reuters, all sorts. And it's going viral. And so now people are actually looking at the States Times and they may even be thinking that's what Singapore really is. So they're now, they've given airtime to someone who's making things up, which people are going, hmm. I mean, even Reporters Without Borders is suddenly calling Alex Tan a journalist. And that's all because of, um, you know, they're, they're what they've done. It's a bit like the Streisand effect, right? Like you're trying to shut exactly, something the down. Streisand effect, yeah. And you then- shut it down. And it just blows up bigger in their face more than ever. Exactly. Uh, and, of course, the other thing was I like the way that Facebook responded because they then, because obviously uh, States Times said we're not going to comply, so they're looking into that. And so then they went after Facebook to force Facebook to do it. What Facebook did was they put a little note up at the end of his article which says we are required by the Singapore government to tell you that they think there are false statements inside this mail, um, which uh, obviously is not really following exactly what they want, but it's kind of enough so that in the international space, uh, I'm sure people would say, hey, look, they complied and you want to go after them. It, it would be very difficult for them to, uh, to attack Facebook on a larger scale because they did something. Yeah, I, I think our government kind of lose a bit of face on this matter because it's so strange, right? It's like, oh yeah, we, we're going to use the power of law to compel a company to go and write this one little slice of information at, right at the bottom of a parody article or something like that. 
I, I don't know. You, well, I mean, there's a few things going on here that, that, that they need to be concerned with because you've also now had the fact that Google have come out and said that they won't run political ads in Singapore because of concerns with the POFMA law as well. So you see them uh, impacting Facebook, you see them impacting Google, you see the world looking at it. And on the other side, they want the world to think of Singapore as an innovation hub, a tech hub, an IT hub, a place for people to come and create things. And then all of these big organizations are going, yeah, okay, unless, of course, the Singapore government has a separate agenda regarding its own political purposes, and then where it's free for all, and we could be open and we could lose business. And you could suddenly see people like Facebook, Google, and others going, yeah, it's not worth being headquartered in Singapore or developing in Singapore anymore, because you never know what this government's going to do. So not only are they you know, using the Streisand effect and giving airtime to people who shouldn't get it. They give, they're making me bigger than I ever should have been and, and people around the world looking at it. They're also now potentially could damage Singapore's economy because all of these IT people are going to go, maybe this is not the place we should go and innovate and create and all the other stuff. Okay. Uh, you guys have any... Well, okay, like, I mean, after you brush with the POFMA office, right, like, what, what do you think is going to happen in the future with POFMA? Like, I think they're going to have to go back and reevaluate how they're using it. I think they may have been testing the waters a little bit with me um, mm-hmm. because they certainly weren't saying statements of fact because they were saying implies. And if it implies, that's not statement of fact. A statement of fact is black or white. When they had, you know, the whole thing um, they were talking about before they brought the law, it needed to be quick because it needed to stop uh, falsehoods that might cause riots or cause this problem and that's why they needed the law in the format they needed it as and it was going to be black or white and it's very clear and here I wrote the article two weeks before so it certainly wasn't quick or timely Not so much, more people have seen it now than ever saw it back then and it wasn't a statement of fact so they've totally not used it the way they said they were um, so yeah I think they're going to have to think very carefully how they use it going forward uh, and the impact it's going to have globally and locally. Yeah, I, I find it a little bit concerning that the first um, instance of them using the law is is directly different to how they said they were going to use it, you know? And and since your sets the precedence, um, I don't have very good high hopes of uh, of this law getting used in, in good faith, I think. Well, I mean, we can only hope people have learned the lessons and they won't be so quick to use it in the future without thinking and using it the areas where it really does need to be used which is things that could cause trouble could incite riots could you know make people make the wrong decisions that kind of stuff sir i have one quick hypothetical before uh, we end end uh, this quick session sir so i don't have to keep someone in an arena again <laughs> Maybe <laughs> just a quick one. Just a quick one. So there, are, there are many f- uh, facts and figures. There are many numbers that are out there uh, regarding Singapore's investment portfolio, regarding uh, where the government puts its money in mm. that are, are, are hidden from the public's eye, right? Because uh, the the, account- the, uh, the accountability level of our government isn't that high, right? So if right now a genie appeared to you and he he would give you the truth, right? For one particular set of numbers, one particular set of figures that is hidden from public eye. What, what fact or what uh, number or what, um, what, what do you want to know? 
I think we all need to find out what are the full, true, audited accounts of Tumasek and all of its holdings, because that's at the root of where all the, the core of our money goes to. I mean, GIC does a section, but Tumasek is so ingrained at the heart of our economy now, uh, and with all the GLCs and everything, I mean, it basically, if, if Tumasek has got a major problem, Singapore has a major problem. So we need to really know what's going on inside of that company. So if a genie could give me something, I want the full unadulterated accounts of Tumasek. I see, I see. All right, thank you very much for your time, Mr. Boyer. Uh, no I know problem. you have a busy day. And uh, thank you for coming on board and, and sharing this incident with us. Thank you thank for your time. Thank you sir. and good luck. <laughs> Best of luck. All right, see yep. you guys. Bye. Bye. Okay. All right, back to the PMD. So where, oh, where yeah, were we? Yeah. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. If, if you guys are, are lost, right, can I just have a quick show of hands? Who has ever ridden on the PMD here in this room? Uh, not me. me. Not me. Okay, so Angie is the only <laughs> person in this room that has ridden on the PMD. Can you describe yeah. the experience for our non-PMD riders? Well, I was on an e-scooter and that was like for a very short period of like less than five minutes. <laughs> did you crash it? Fuck you. No. Did you, did you kill someone? Did no. you kill a small child? Uh, no. No? I would have liked to, but <laughs> I didn't. You would have liked to. Okay. that's. <laughs> <laughs> but, but actually, it's really fun, you know? Like once you get a hang of it and then you figure out how to like, you know, use it and not crash and die. It, it's actually really fun. But one thing I was telling Dan Wong about it was that this, there's this like cra- crazy sense of power you get riding a PMD mm-hmm. that you don't get um, like you, while you use like a normal kick scooter or, or bicycle. a bicycle. Yeah, it feels like, it feels like nice. It feels like it makes me want to go crash into people. <laughs> okay, ladies and gentlemen, you heard it here first on the Longkang Kitties. Oh my god, if someone here, if the government hears this, it's like, oh yeah, we were right to ban the fucking things. <laughs> oh, jeez. Well, that's just me. That's why I don't like have a car license, you see. Okay. So, um, just to segue a little bit, tell me if it, this gets boring. A long time ago, I worked on a project um, that... Yeah, this is- got boring. <laughs> I, I work on a project that that uh, dealt with Singapore's explosive diarrhea. Okay, so what? now <laughs> okay, now I want to know more. <laughs> so the government, right, put a big bad exhibition. I think uh, a couple of years back on the future of Singapore as a whole about how. They created this vision, this giant exhibition about how Singaporeans are walking around with like VR devices, drones are flying in the air, delivering your delivery. And, and then on the roads, there are so many different forms of different transports, you know, like PMDs in all shapes, forms and sizes, zipping about, you know, creating this vision of this hustling, bustling Singapore. Okay. So I, I, I feel like they've gravely mistaken it in terms of, of this imagining of Singapore. I, I, I kid you not. Literally, they are like AI-powered electric vehicles zooming all about Singapore, delivering your food, delivering people. And, and I think they were trying to create this, this impression that Singapore is a very uh, forward-thinking country and we are super ready to adopt new technologies and, and, and improve the lives of people through these technologies. But something just so fucking simple, like, how can we integrate, uh, PMD, uh, this, you know, in, into, into the country? 
to, to so so that Singaporeans can overcome this gap of 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 not owning a car, uh, you know, it's it's not doable. It's 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 entirely. I mean, even with our world class transportation system or whatever, as they like to boast, lah, the there's this issue with the first and last mile problem. So typically, um, as good as our transportation system is, right? There's there's uh, the first one point six kilometer and the last one point six kilometer of ge- generally most journeys you have to be on foot. Mm. And so PMDs actually is a good way of one of the many ways that you can solve Close this the problem. Gap. Yeah, yeah, you just you can the especially with like what do they call like last time the O four bikes and all that, right? Mm. Mm-hmm. So now that Grab also had the oh, at one point they had scooters available for you to rent. It was sort of a way to close that gap. Right? At least you can remove a good majority of it. And this was a problem that our city faced for a long, long time. And we actually had a good opportunity to, to change it up. When during our last, the last episode that we did on the budget, right? We were talking about how the government was going to borrow money to upgrade our infrastructure, to upgrade, you know, the transportation systems, build new MRTs and all that. Maybe a portion of it should have went into, you know, like upgrading our roads and, and so on and so forth so that we, the, the bike lane, I don't know whether it will be practical or not. Lah. I think there's a, there's some rumblings online saying that the bike lane in Singapore is probably won't work as well. Uh, primarily because the buses are all on the left side. Yeah. Uh, so that's true. Most places where there's bike lanes, right? The, the bus, the, 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 the stops are always in the middle of the road. Mm-hmm. So that, that uh, it frees up the entire left lane so that you can have the slow moving vehicles and uh, you know less chances of accidents happening. However, we are supposed to be a nation of like smart people or whatnot. Let's fucking find a, a way, lah, right now. I mean, let's let's not just immediately first knee jerk reaction is to just oh ban this, ban that, ban the fucking dirty den, ban the longkang kiwis, ban the PMDs, ban this. What the fuck, man? <laughs> Okay, talking about art, talking about art exhibition, uh, have you guys heard about the $120,000 banana? Yes. Oh, yes, yes, yes. yes someone yes, ate yes. that banana. Someone ate that fucking no, banana. No, you are kidding. Yeah, was someone, someone ate it. It's a someone, performance artist. Someone ate that fucking banana. So someone tore the banana off the wall yeah, and oh, ate it. Yeah. Uh, by the way, I'm calling it now. Uh, today, the 8th of December, yes. 2019, I'm calling it now. I think they're trying to recreate a Banksy moment. You know, when Banksy had the auction and then the shredder right, right, right. itself? Yeah. Yeah. I think they are trying to do that. They are trying to replicate that. Uh, they are trying to increase the value of that piece of shit work. Okay? It's not art. It's fucking garbage. And don't you two artists tell me different, okay? Don't tell me your John is so subjective. Uh, you just, uh, John just, uh, is so subjective. How can you call it not art when the artist already said it's art? I don't know, man. Fuck that shit. By well, the way, anyways, the, the, so I really think- am with John, but in this case <laughs> I think like you know what is interesting about this that is that like okay so he this <laughs> this New Yorker like walked up to the art installation and he ate it and Excellent. so so the question now is like if you replaced a banana uh, like maybe the same type of banana same species same genus and then like you use the same tape that was there that was holding the previous banana and put it up again is it the same piece of artwork or it's the artwork is right now That's where you're being wrong, digested. Kido. That's where you're absolutely wrong. The fucking artwork itself, right? It's not even the banana nor the tape. So here's okay. the interesting part. In okay. the article, right? Okay. The, uh, the gallery director came forward and said, it's fine. Everything is fine. The artwork actually has been sold. That's why it's valued at 120,000. Uh, okay. Yeah, it's not like some number they rip out of their asshole. Okay. It's 
actually oh sold at that price. And now, what they are saying is, right, it's okay if the... Because the banana was it never meant to It came with the certificate of authenticity and a disclaimer that owners may replace the banana as needed. So the, what the, <laughs> the $120,000 actually paid for yes. is that certificate. Okay. That's all you're fucking paying. You're not even paying for the banana, nor okay, wait, the wait, duct wait. tape. The, the museum, uh, the director of museum relations, Lucien Terras, he said, he did not destroy the artwork. The banana is the idea. <laughs> the Bananas banana is not made to last. <laughs> this has brought a lot of tension and attention to the booth and we are not into spectacles. But the response has been great. It brings a smile to a lot of people's faces. <laughs> Imagine being so high off your own fart that you think right that you can sell a, the certificate uh, for $120,000. Eh. But actually, John, you know what? A lot of people don't buy art just for the art. They buy it to wash money. Yeah, yeah. I literally was about to say that. And was at the tip of my tongue and you snatch it away from me and I'm somewhat I'm displeased. <laughs> I I'm sorry I grabbed it off the tip laundering. of your tongue. It's yeah, very then, disgusting. Then therefore, it's not art, right? I mean, that's the thing. It's, it's a money laundering operation. It's as good as setting up a, a front or whatever. It's definitely not a money laundering operation. That's not what art is supposed to be. You are, you are not money launderers, okay? So How do you know that? Hey, how, and, how? Okay, Angie, you are not capable of laundering <laughs> Okay, you are oh, no. for sure not capable. Damn you, John. You're and a woman. Are you calling me stupid? You're a woman. Your math is bad. And then... <laughs> I feel your, so attacked. <laughs> your, your math is bad. <laughs> do, you want to, do you want to carry on about how my direction, sense of direction is poor too? Yes. That has nothing to do you with money laundering. Your, you can't tell your asshole from your elbow, okay? So I both, can do of that, not, both of you are not money launderers. Get fucking real. <laughs> hey, 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 hey. How, how do you think it's possible if you are a curator or if you are the person that's writing the piece, the description for the artwork? How do you think they can do it? Uh? I can do that. You really? Yeah. straight face. Hello, yeah, I went to art school. You know what I was doing in art school during like consultations where we had to sit in a, in a circle and then criticize each other's work and we, we regularly saw shit like this. We had to talk about it, you know. We had to talk about it. Alright? It's like a three-hour session of us talking shit out from our ass that's amazing. about like what this piece of work means to us when we clearly knew that some of these people have not put any effort into to making the artwork oh, no. and we all had to pretend it was like a fucking serious thing and talk about it like it is really yeah uh, that sounds more like fine arts there I was doing fine arts for my oh, you're doing fine arts. Yeah. <laughs> Holy shit! <laughs> I thought you were doing like a leg. I mean, uh, I thought you. Whoops! I'm gonna dig myself. Legitimate. Into you thought I had a legitimate certificate. We thought you were. We thought we were for. You were for real, Angie. Turns out you are just a. You're just for play, play, not for real, real. Okay, 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 okay. So as <laughs> a, as a for play, play. As a as a as a as somebody who has studied fine arts before, what is the lens, uh, that we can use to interpret the artwork? Let's say you somebody put a gun to your to your, your head and I say no, you have to justify this so what is the just give us a brief angle well you can use the artwork to talk about the ephemerality of like you know the, the existence of art the transience of life and then you can also okay. use it to as a commentary on like the economic uh, transactions that go on like Very the ridiculousness good. of it all and you know um, all, how all these things are affected okay. and affect okay. art okay for example I, and I, how I, I, art I is I right now Art is right now like a tool of of the rich, and yes. and only uh you know only the rich can appreciate. So like it's very insular and it's very like you know 
Well, I wish you have written that down on a $12 piece of toilet paper. I really wish you had written So you can wipe down. your butt with it. Yes. Yep. <laughs> Why don't you give me $12 and I'll write it on a piece of toilet Wait, paper Wait, hang on. You. Didn't I give Dan $11? Yeah, I did. Yes. It's taking out my wallet now. Yeah. <laughs> no, give that to me and then I'll write something okay, on a piece of toilet I'm paper. I'm going to give you $11 worth of toilet paper. <laughs> write that shit down so I can wipe sure. my fucking ass with it. Jesus, I, I, and awful. then, you see, I made some money off this. That's true. That's true. Yeah. That's true. But there is a there is a logic <laughs> to your to your thoughts, which I, I I can agree with. I mean, I totally think that you're that is unsound, right? It's it's stupid, but mm-hmm. your the argument actually follows a logic of sorts. So I I I, I can see where that comes from, uh. Uh-huh. Yeah. Sure. No, it doesn't follow any fucking logic. <laughs> yes, it does. She's just like spewing verbal diarrhea and just like lapping it up. <laughs> <laughs> My God, this is why nobody trusts in the art world anymore. By the way, nobody is like. Nobody takes art seriously anymore because of you jokers. <laughs> because of this motherfucker eating no, banana off No, it's because the they are just like, you know, not atas enough to understand Oh yeah, art. the plebs. The plebs yes. just don't understand You're you, You're just right? too plebeian to understand the shit that I'm spewing, John. Yeah, all this... All this uh, low Don't you know you should be licking, licking my shit up? <laughs> if only they, only, if only they eat more fish, you know, eat more high SES food and go to like better schools, then they'll yeah, understand Yeah, pay, pay right? like a billion dollars to eat like... I don't know, sturgeon caviar. I wonder how far can I push it though? I mean, if, if, if the banana and duct tape thing is possible, and if I really wanted to, if I really could be an influential person in the Singapore fine arts One scene. of my favourite one was where like that artist uh, canned his own shit and then he sold it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Things like that. Uh. But of course, you can you cannot do it again now already. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's Why been not? done before. Why oh, that's Belle, uh, Belle Delphine, right? She did that. Uh, bath she, water. Yeah, yeah she... she, she uh, Bottle her yeah. bath water. I yeah. think she's really attractive, and I bought one. I bought one of her bath water. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> Why would I be kidding you? She's fucking hot, ah. And then she released all those videos Wait, onto. It? Of course, I drank it, ah. Did you get herpes? Why <laughs> get you herpes? Have her- you have fucking herpes, don't you? Why would I have herpes? Oh, no. I drank some of her soapy Damn. vagina water. Don't you want to have some soapy vagina water in your? Jesus. Come on, guys. It's not that weird. I'm telling Lydia. Lydia knows. Lydia shared it with me. We we poured really? it into yeah. She's right here. I can ask. <laughs> no, don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> Fucking filthy liar. You're as filthy as this bath water, you asshole. Disgusting. Well, wait, is it so hard to believe that I, w- I would not buy Del- Belle Delphine's bath water? Yeah. Okay. I feel like you would buy it, but you yeah. wouldn't want to spend your own money on it. <laughs> so I feel like you might rob like a poor dude off the street and then use that money to buy the bathwater. It's only yeah. about 58, 50 SGD. Yeah, You'll be like, hey John, John, I need $58 to tell the manga to stop construction work so we can record this podcast. <laughs> and, then strangely, yes. and then strangely, the manga is still working. <laughs> And the podcast is still interrupted. Then, and then he will come up with the excuse, oh, they took my money, but then they, but then they didn't stop working. And then all the, and then all the time while he's talking, right, there'll be water dripping out of his mouth. Fucking gross, okay, okay, Actually, I, I up the game a bit more. Before before you come here, you guys had a drink of, of the water that I served you, right? Well, it's not No, ordinary. I didn't. Oh, no, you I didn't? didn't. Yeah. What? what the fuck? I brought my own bottle. I also did not drink any of the water. Shit, balls. I, I, I took it from the kitchen for you. Why do you want to drink it? <laughs> Because we are naturally distrustful of you. <laughs> because I don't trust anything that comes from your hands, then all. <laughs> Unless it's like, you know, clearly still in the package and untempered with, seemingly. In my honest opinion, I do really admire Belle Delphine because she has amassed this crazy legion of followers and, and, and you know the prank she played for Pornhub, right? Mm-hmm. Well, it, it gives me such great feelings, you know, like... She, she, you know, she has this legion of followers who just want to see her naked. I don't care. I just, I just want to see her naked because she, I just, wow, fucking, she's so damn hot. 
and she's like, I'm gonna do a Pornhub thing. And then if it were me, right, what the hope, you know, the 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 dick, uh, the dick hope will rise up inside of you. It's so powerful and so strong. And then it turns out to be troll. She's like, have you ever seen this? She, she's like, no. oh, Belle Delphine uh, licks pussy. And then it's her like licking her cat. Oh, Belle Delphine takes a big load in her mouth. And then she like takes a big bite of a hamburger. And it's all on Pornhub. And it's so, the power of troll was so strong. I don't know why. I got like some sort of troll orgasm from it. I'm like, oh my god, you, 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 you hurt these people so badly so much. I'm like, oh, their pain, uh, radiates around the globe and then enters my body, you know, half the globe away. I can feel it. Can you guys feel it? Oh my god, I feel so good. Okay. Oh, he's such that's, a great that's good to know. Then well, I calm your tits then. I would totally buy her bath water now. I feel like Dan is about on put, the verge put the of the fucking rocket back in your pants. <laughs> Dan Wong, you're Do you guys hear this? Do you guys hear this? It's my dick tapping no. the underside of the table. The, 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 the suspicious <laughs> bulge in your pants. <laughs> is, that a, is that a banana? Hey, all of you laugh at low cows, okay? All of you love to watch the video where those two people slide down the building and break their backs. All of what? you go to like facesofdeath.com and bestgore.com. All of you do this. You derive pleasure out of people's suffering, okay? This is a human trait. All of us are guilty of this. Don't try to say that you don't. I don't. I just watch America's Funniest Home Videos and laugh when people fall down. I don't know what the rest of the shit that you're talking about yeah, with that's, that that's kind of, that's kind of I'm vanilla. very vanilla, you know. Yeah, it's super vanilla. Yeah, John taught me a new word called milk toast. Yeah, I'm very milk toasty. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Don't spell it as milk and then toast. Uh. It's, it's actually a completely different spelling. <laughs> because that's why. I did. <laughs> <laughs> you caught you caught pretty please pretty ps. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you really think that she was no? Because the I didn't realize the the L is is not an I. So I, oh. I, I, I don't know. I just I just like that's okay. That's how in the know I am. Okay, that's that's how I'm down with the kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah so yeah. hips. Yeah, yeah. So yeah you see, the thing is that you 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 don't like you don't run with the with the dankest memes, but you know, like the most terrifying stuff. So like the I listened to the Finders episode, right? It was it was actually very entertaining and very terrifying. But you know all these things, these conspiracy theories, crazy rich people and fucking crazy pedophiles. If if audience, if you have not listened to this, you should try our Longkang Kitty side stories. Okay, just go to our site and you can find the one that John did with the listening room. It's actually more entertaining than some of our Longkang Kitty's episodes. Thank you for that then. And she doesn't feel the same way, but thanks for that. It's more for guys, uh, definitely. It's terrifying. It's fucking terrifying. By the way, after the episode, right, so me and the boys, we went out for drinks and we continued to talk about it for the next, like, five hours. Like, <laughs> we just, like, gold balls deep into it. Fucking, like, it, 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 there was so much to cover. So, so content intensive, right, that I actually had to cut out a good, almost 20 odd minutes of the, of the podcast so that, you know, it, I don't bore the shit out of everyone. Okay. <laughs> let's, let's, Let's um. We have some user submitted uh, questions that I I will just get into lah. Okay. Before maybe we can move on to something else. Great. Ask me anything. Okay. So from Josiah Singh, which is one of the guys from the listening room, how many liters of chloroform do you have in that van? <laughs> uh, less than five. Five one. Liters. Okay. Then. I don't have chloroform, but I have a brick wrapped in a sock. Hmm. Yeah, I don't use chloroform. I just use my mitts and uh, <laughs> I just bash the shit out of the guys. Audience, I honestly can't Clearly see this. Clearly, I have yeah, the most elegant episodes. Okay, but, but 
Okay, so all of you know that okay, John claims to be a handsome looking man. So he's a relatively I don't claim, I don't claim a relatively okay looking gentleman, but he's very tall and he's very big. But what you guys don't know, alright, is that he's got these tiny little hands. He's got hands like the size of baby hands. And he's looking at them right now and he's like very angry that I betrayed him. You know, that he because when we first started the podcast, he's like, damn, one of the conditions of doing this podcast is that you must never ever talk about my hands. And I was like, okay, yes, I solemnly swear that I won't do it. But now I just got he's got these tiny baby hands, you know. <laughs> and they're so smooth, you know. There's no hair on it whatsoever. Like I don't even know. I think he lubricates it with like I don't know moisturizer. So, yeah, it smells like lavender. Lavender, lavender moisturizer. The blood of my enemies, which you two are on the you fucking mean, list right now. Are you? Are you like you? You mean your enemy is like what lavender flowers? I don't have fucking baby hands. Okay? That's a that's an insult that people used to insult Trump. So I'm not Trump. <laughs> Okay. But you have, have baby, baby hands. hands. <laughs> I don't have baby hands. And I've defeated Dan Wong in knife fight twice. The, and Angie has defeated Dan Wong in knife fight once. So the only person... So Dan Wong has been defeated by basically the world in knife fights. Okay, next question. It makes me feel very sad for defeating him because it feels like it, it, it's like such an easy feat. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Is it Dan Wong? Have you lost knife? all your knife fights? I, actually, I don't know what you guys are talking about. What do you mean knife fight? What do you mean? I don't <laughs> understand. Yeah. Which audience is going to believe that, no. you know, the Longkang kiddies take out knives and attack each other? By the Come way, uh, on. you're the only person on air right, that has been publicly called for telling a ridiculous lie, which is your stupid creative industry story, which is a fucking major downer for me, by the way. I really wanted it to be true, but I'm just like, no, this definitely confirmed not true. Okay. I mean... It really sounds like. Hey, by the way, do you guys watch the Singapore Social? Oh yeah, I watch people we watching it. Lydia, and Lydia, in the, the Lydia has been talking to me about Singapore Social for three days straight. Oh you know, gosh, really? I'm not even kidding. She loves it so much. She loves it. She loves it. What? She absolutely loves Why? it. Why? Okay, so for our Longkang Kitties listeners, right? Lydia is my girlfriend, soon to be wife, and she is a TV producer director. So she's very interested in how reality TV is shot. So she says that, that uh, according to her, Singapore Social gets better after episode 3, where the people who are behind Singapore Social, they, they drop their pretenses, they drop their Angmo accents and go back to becoming regular Singaporeans. And most of the hate <laughs> is for people who have just watched episode, like 15 minutes of episode 1. So uh, maybe there may be some me- merit to what she's saying. So they drop their fake Angmo accent and yes. now you want us to go and watch their stupid shit. Yes, and, and their shit is stupid. Like they are, they are <laughs> no, I'm not even kidding. I'm not even kidding. But it's entertaining because it's stupid. Listen to this. She tells me about this this person, right? There's this girl on Singapore Social, right? Who is in love with her fuck buddy. But her fuck buddy has got no feelings for her. Right? So, but then the fuck buddy continues to want to fuck her because he's thinking with his dick and he doesn't care that he's going to hurt her feelings. So we got one very extremely stupid girl and one extremely cruel man. This is like TV material. Good stuff. Okay. It sounds like I'm, complete fucking garbage. I cannot believe I'm defending it. Okay. I can't believe you're defending it either. Your my estimation of you just slipped like many many notches. Okay. okay let's move on to the next question. Next submitted question? by Lydia. Okay. Yeah. You managed to overthrow the government with your radical new party called the LKK as chairman of the LKK as chairperson of the LKK. Sorry, Angie. Thank you for misgendering you. Oh, thank you. <laughs> um, as chairperson of the LKK, you become the prime minister of Singapore. Which GRC, question number one, which GRC do you contest to become PM? And question number two, what will be your most controversial slash surprising slash unexpected policy that you enact upon entering office? Okay. I'll challenge Ang Mokyo GRC. Okay. Uh, for me, it will be Tanjung Baga. 
Because uh, I need to, I need okay. to, up, I need to upstart the the former fathers. Okay, okay. Uh, Yishun for me because they're full of my people. Yo. <laughs> okay, so deviants and weirdos, you mean? Yeah. All the perverts. <laughs> By the way, do you guys realize that they released like I think Yishun Town Council or whatever released a stat saying that you know Yishun is not as strange. Yes, Yishun yes. is just as strange as everywhere else. Yes. Like according to the stat. Yishun is just trying to defend Yishun, but there's no point because nobody believes. Yeah, you nobody Yishun. fucking believes you. By the way, Yishun <laughs> Town Council. Like, like, I mean, you can release all the stats you want. I've never seen. I've never seen someone trying to shove a cow inside Tanjong Baga. One of the HDB leaves. I've never there was a leaves. horse in Ishun. <laughs> there was someone making drugs in Ishun. Come on, Ishun, please. Do you think we're dummies? We're not. We need to build that wall around Ishun. Like seriously, like why? Why are you even part of Singapore? Yeah, you're not. You're not. Yeah, just become an independent nation of Ishun. Yeah, secede yep. from Singapore and form the Socialist away, Republic Ishun. of Ishun. Go away, Ishun people. Okay, all of you weirdos. For, for, my, for the thing that. <laughs> For the thing, the special thing that I want to implement is that I think that everybody, every Singaporean, uh, must have a tattoo of my face on their <laughs> wrist. And if you do not have this tattoo, right, uh, you will not be allowed to buy and sell. You will not be allowed to conduct trade of any sorts. You will not be allowed to go to school. You will not be allowed into public toilets. And you will not be allowed to purchase housing or any property if you do not have this tattoo of my face on your wrist. In fact, this tattoo should be made out of little nanoparticles that they have like little circuits in them that enable you to like, you know, like store information like your bank account and how much money you have. And you can make transactions based on this like Dan face tattoo that you have on your wrist. I'm going to roll out everyone called Dan Wong in Singapore. I'm going <laughs> to just continuously throw PMDs at the, at, at the guy's face, at all these guys' face. Like just nonstop, whatever. <laughs> Well, my unexpected policy is that every year there will be a quota of books that you will need to read. Oh, and I'll make you wow. and I'll make you write book review. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> and submit it as part of your taxes. And suddenly, for no reason at all, Hitler came into power. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, Angie, I, I, I love your suggestion. Yeah, education is incredibly important. Literacy is incredibly important. Mm-hmm. Uh, me and Lydia were talking about this. Uh, okay, so you went for my brother's wedding, right? So my brother yes. was saying, my brother was saying, okay, uh, thank you, my mom and dad, for buying all these as books. As many books as yeah, he as wanted. And we had a very, I remember growing up in a very, very pro-book household. Yes. Yeah. Also, by the way, if you deface any book in my household, you get kin. Yeah. Good. Yeah, so <laughs> anyway, the point as is As you that, should be. As you should be, right? So at a, at a point of time, uh, when I was mm. in primary one, I remember becoming uh, way more literate than the rest of my friends. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of my friends had to so-called study for English, but that was never a thing in my household, like to mm-hmm. sit down and study English. Of course, we had to study Chinese, we had to study math, we had to study science and all that kind of thing, because I, I don't know anything about that, right? So I have to study it. But English-wise, right, I never once sat down to study for English, so I had this burden off my back when I was growing up. Yeah, I actually, before your brother said that, I was at, at the wedding dinner table uh, we were having a very interesting discussion about like book reading and I, I was actually thinking about my childhood as well and, and how, you know, growing up with so many books and and having that habit of reading really helped. In hmm. what, I don't know, but it helped something. I'm oh, sure. definitely. Does, 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 <laughs> in a non-qualitative fact. What about you, sir? Were you a reader, a big fat reader? Oh, the only book I ever read in my whole life was uh, How to Talk to Your Dog About Communism. <laughs> What? Yeah, yeah, that's the only book I've ever, I've ever read. You know, the only reason I really wanted to find John after we lost contact for many, many years is to borrow the book. 
No. <laughs> it's to it, it's because I wanted to thank him for recommending uh back when I was a teenager reading 1984 by George Orwell. I never read that book. book. <laughs> what do you recommend it to her then? Uh, he just wanted to sound yeah, smart, is just, it? Uh, just to crap her, yeah. Yeah, anyways, he said, he said if there's one book you, you have to read, right, it, it will have to be 1984. And and I didn't pick it up for many years. And, and But when I finally did, I, it changed my worldview. And then I always wanted to thank him for that. But by then, we lost contact. Uh, yeah. Oh, sorry, the name of the book, is, the title of the book is How to Talk to Your Dog About Homosexuality and Communism <laughs> by Patricia Blessing and Wonderful. Rudith Scrotel. Scrotelli. <laughs> yeah, I think it's... Scrotum? Yeah, yeah probably. At <laughs> <Dogo> News. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay, okay. That's the only book I've ever read in my life. Okay. Yeah. Uh, thank you, Lydia, for the question. Do we have another question? No, that's all the questions. <laughs> oh, wait, wait, wait. You, f- you, forgot the one, you forgot the one by... uh, What do you call that? By Peter Chen. Peter Chen? Who's yeah. Peter Chen? Who's Peter Chen? Peter Chen wrote on our Facebook wall. So he was, he was saying something along the lines of... Oh, Peter Chen? No, no, this is a different guy. This is a different guy. Maybe he, he sent it to the message. You check the messages. So basically, his question was something along the lines if, is, uh, if your child, if you had a child, right, and then your child was an autistic kid who was in a very high... Oh, sorry, the very low low range of autism. That means he, he cannot function properly. He, he would like... Uh, he's like he's like very clever, but he will like he has zero social social skills. He will he will puke over the carpet. He will pull his own hair out. He would uh, kill animals. What 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 would you do if you had a child like that? One day you came back home and you found nobody sent me this question. By the way, who the fuck is Peter Chen? Is that the name of your dick? Then do you call your dick Peter Chen? <laughs> Play along. Nobody knows what. what, <laughs> what? <laughs> if that's not a, a magical moment, I don't know what it is. <laughs> but anyways, to answer your question, if I had a child like that, I'll probably give it up for adoption. I guess. <laughs> oh, damn. Angie, you come home from you come home one day from work. You're tired mm-hmm. after illustrating. Your husband, he's nowhere to be found. You open the door of your bedroom. Inside your master bedroom is your husband, right, tied up onto the bed. Right, he's he's quite possibly dead, and he's been cut open from from neck to groin. And then you see your autistic kid standing over him, pulling out his guts and arranging it into a tasteful typography that says, "Uh, love life, love me," or something like that. <laughs> oh, Angie will be so impressed. This kind of shit that she loves, so yeah, I it's fine, huh? Angie's yeah. the ephemerality of you know the life. Probably take a photo, and... post it on Instagram. <laughs> oh God! Wow! Look at that! Look at my genius child! <laughs> what an artist! And then he says, "Mommy, I want to see your brain." <laughs> he says, "If my kid is so, how old is this kid?" Oh my God, we're gonna <laughs> get it from the autis- the autism society or some. Well, shit. I mean, like if my child is a child and my husband managed autism to get is not a laughing matter, get killed by a child, I don't know if I have very high opinions on my husband. <laughs> <laughs> not manly enough. <laughs> Got defeated by a child. Yeah, I know. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> like, I would be like... A full-grown man defeated by an autistic yeah, child. It must it, be a retard. Yeah, I'm like, wow, no wonder my child turned out this way. <laughs> it must be his genes. Mommy, I want to see your brain. Your child says... What would you do that? What would you do that wrong if that happened to you? 
Uh, Call Peter Chun. <laughs> Peter, help me. What have you done to me? What have you done to my family, Peter? Peter Chun, save me. <laughs> you take oh, out your gosh. bottle of bath water and drink it. <laughs> yeah, in terms of vampire, like, <laughs> you know, like, just like sizzles at the touch of Bel- Belle Delphine's bath water. <laughs> so fucked up, dude. Oh my goodness. I saw a meme recently. You know, it's like the big brain meme. No. Yeah, the, you start with the small brain. Yeah, right, right, right. It goes right, like bigger, right. bigger, right? Right, right, so The right, small right. brain is uh, wanting a thick girlfriend. And then the medium brain is wanting an autistic girlfriend. And then the big brain is wanting an autistic girlfriend. <laughs> 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 I'm sorry. I, I didn't mean to laugh. <laughs> I'm not laughing. Oh my goodness, yeah. we, are, we are like, we're totally, okay, first of all, we had a racist thing. Yeah. Know, right? Then now we have a autism hate. Who who else should we make the target of this podcast? Who, which other uh, underprivileged group, you know, should we... How about homeless people? Can you get Mambo Jumbo Why back? don't we just kick them on their dumb <laughs> Get Mambo Jumbo back and ask him to make fun of them. Excuse me, sir, my name is Matumbo. Okay, Mambo Jumbo. Um, tell me what you think of Malaysia street food. I went to Malaysia on the way to Singapore. So I found that the country is in ruins. And they do not have that usual thing where you hunt the animal in the watering hole. I run barefoot through the sand and I use my spear. And I spear it! What did you spear? Mambo Jumbo, what did you spear? Was it a tiger? I spear Joseph Smith. Joseph Smith is the god of the internet. What the fuck? <laughs> Did you accidentally spear Peter Chen in Malaysia? You don't understand. I kill a god. I kill the god of the internet in Malaysia. <laughs> I asked you about the street food and you tell me about. Did you f- make it into soup kambing? Yes. I I killed the man. I killed the monkey. I the man and the monkey. I killed. <laughs> I eat their brain. <coughs> I eat their brain. Okay, Mambo Jumbo, can you give us a magical moment? I, I need a magical moment in, in, in your... We need to wrap this up. In your voice, yeah. Very well. I will do this. I will do this for you. One day, you are walking <laughs> through the village when you saw a big fucking monkey walk down the village road. On top of the monkey, he wear the head of your parent. Your life what is giver. it with you and mother, mother <laughs> families? <laughs> he just attended a wedding yesterday. Oh god. Maybe that's why. Did you wanted to kill everyone at the wedding? It sounds like it, doesn't it? <laughs> In our village, when there is a wedding, we kill a monkey. <laughs> <laughs> tell me now, tell me now, my friend, what would you do if you see a monkey wearing the head of your parent? As everybody is obviously incapacitated at this moment, uh, I will I will attempt to answer Matumbo's question. <laughs> I, I <don't> <laughs> oh my god, my my sides hurt so much and my face hurts. Fuck you, Dan Wong. <laughs> I, I guess I, I try to kick the monkey. I don't know. 
I don't know. No, there's only one solution. Yes. I need to go to Mumbo Jumbo's village <laughs> and find a girl to get married to so that they will kill the monkey. Okay. That is after the wedding, they'll kill the okay. monkey. Yeah. Okay. And yeah, I'm just thinking of your father right now, Mr. Neo. I met I met Mr. Neo, he's a very very nice guy. Very very entertaining to be with, and I'm uh-huh. measuring his head on top of a monkey. Shit. <laughs> 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 Wait, is that a threat? Are you threatening Angie? <laughs> no, no, no. And you know what's the worst thing? The worst thing is that for some reason your dad's hand never stopped growing after his death. So what the monkey did was that he put the head on top of his head and then he used the hair and then he tied at the bottom, you know, like a strap so that the head remains on top. <laughs> I'll, I'll tell my dad this later. I'll show a photo of you and then he's, I'll say that, you know, I got this friend, he, he just told me this thing today that he imagined that you were killed by a monkey and then your head was put on top of his head. And, yeah. and the, the hair, don't and the, the hair, hair yeah. yeah, and the hair. Yeah, because it's very unrealistic to think that the head will stay on top, right? So there has to be some sort of tying mechanism. He could just sculpt my dad, I guess. But then it wouldn't look like him. Hmm. Yes. What would I do? Um, <laughs> Maybe yes, I'll release a lion on it. I don't know. So you will use one animal to fight another animal. Yes. Truly, you are the chosen one. And you know they will. I do. Okay, I guess that's the end of the episode. Holy shit. <laughs> today was a wow one. I don't know what the fuck happened. Today, today was just a fucking whirlwind of uh, racism, know, ableism. Happened, but I blame it all on Dan Mong. Of murder, of uh, whatever. Dan Mong, this is all your fault. I take no, I take no blame for anything. I, 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 I don't know what happened today. <laughs> okay, thank you Mambo Jumbo for coming on board. Uh, thank you Brad Boyer for... Uh, calling in and uh, thank, thank you. you to our listeners for putting up with all our shit. Yep. Well, I, I don't know how we can. Yeah, we need to split this episode up. How how can we, how can we save this? No, 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 no need to save. It's okay. <laughs> no, no. I, we will just release it in its entirety. Yep. And I then uh, for, if you want to submit questions or magical moments, just add it add it into the comment section of this uh of this podcast, or you can use the hashtag magical van. I don't know who uses hashtag anymore, but that's the only hashtag that I can find that has the word magical and is not currently used by something else. Unicorns. So, yep, submit it there or email it to longkangkiddies at gmail.com. I will read it and we will respond to it. And with that, that's the true end of this episode. Thank you all and <coughs> goodbye. Bye. <coughs> <coughs> Shut the fuck up for five seconds. Oh my.